This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. All right, let's uh, turn to this. Uh, the Presidential Climate Commission uh, yesterday presented its critique of the Just Energy Transition Investment uh, Plan following widespread sectoral consultations. The commission was set up by the president in 2020 to advise government on climate change and the transition to a low-carbon economy. It says government's uh, Just Energy Transition Investment Plan falls short on a number of issues, including skills development and economi- economic economic diversification. Let's uh, speak to... Um, energy analyst and chairperson of the South African Oil and Gas Alliance, Craig Morker, who joins us on the line. Good morning to you and thank you very much for joining us, Mr. Morker. Good morning, Tabisa. Please call me Craig and good morning to your listeners. Thank you, Craig. All right, let's start with uh, the what um, the commission has had to say, um, particularly when it comes to skills development. And I think uh, this is an important conversation in the sense that if we are going to be making the transition um, from fossil fuels or um, um, or you know such as coal and so on um, to renewables. You are going to be leaving a whole lot of people behind in a sense that uh, in the form of unskilled labor that works on these mines. Um, and this is something that government feels uh, or the commission feels is not being taken into consideration. What would be the approach um, in trying to address that uh, very legitimate concern? Well, uh, let's, let's just look at the process, how the Presidential Climate Commission has arrived at that conclusion mm. before we deal with the actual issue. I think it's important to note that the Presidential Climate Commission has had uh, consultation sessions uh, throughout the country, but in particular in the Mpumalanga area. Mm. And uh, the the offer to people employed in the coal industry right now is to transition to jobs in the renewable energy sector. What kind of jobs do they presently have and what kind of jobs could they get? Uh, if you were a mechanical engineer, as an example, working with uh, something similar to a car's engine, uh, you're now expected to become an electrical engineer. Mm, mm. Um, and, and, and those kind of skills that we already have employment for uh, are lost. And, and we're saying that when skills are converted from one engineering discipline to another, we, we already have a challenge. We should, we should be looking at what opportunities there are to employ mechanical engineers as mechanical engineers. Mm. And that's a technology choice that needs to be considered in the energy mix on the basis that we are not only dealing with energy security, in other words, avoiding load shedding. We're not only trying to save the planet or environmental sustainability, but we should also use the opportunity to deal with poverty, unemployment, and inequality. Mm. And so your your technology choices then become the key issue of what skills we are talking about as legacy skills and what we are talking about as new skills. Mm. And the PCC has picked up feedback on its recommendations for the majority of new generation capacity in future Mm. to be renewable energy. Just to give an example, it's one of the recommendations that 50 to 60 gigawatts 
of new generation capacity should be renewable energy only. Mm-hmm. Um, if we look at the resources we have, uh, we have coal, we have uh, gas, underexplored and produced as gas may be in South Africa. It's right next door in Namibia. In fact, geologically connected to South Africa at the mouth of the Orange River. They are beginning to explore and produce, and we are falling behind where we have the same geological complex that would also have oil and gas. Mm. Now, these are not dreams or pipe dreams of finding oil and gas. These are discoveries. They are discoveries, discoveries in the ex- exactly the Impumalanga area where people need to transition from dirtier fuel to cleaner uh, energy options. Uh, the gas that has been discovered in the atmosphere part of Mpumalanga is of significant value because it can replace the type of jobs you have in the coal industry right. more easily than it can renewables. And this has not been taken into account adequately. And so one needs to question how thorough the consultation process of the Presidential Climate Commission has been so far, in that it has not really adequately touched on gas uh, upstream, midstream, and downstream. And And you know, just in terms of this uh, energy mix, I mean, this is such a, I mean, personally, I find this debate so frustrating because now you have this debate that goes on that, uh, you know, pits renewables against uh, coal, for example, in this country, mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. if it is one or the other. I mean, in this, mm-hmm. we have a, you know, energy uh, um, plan that says that we must have a mix. However, yeah. the fact of the matter is that also we can't uh, do away with all the coal power stations that we have right now because anyway, uh, renewables are not going to give us the base load capacity that we require. So why is it that we seem to be pitching that the debate seems to be pitched at renewable versus coal? I, I think it's a, an attempt by technology proponents to secure market share for their particular technology on the basis of nice-sounding arguments, when in fact the reality is you do need this energy mix uh, to reduce carbon emissions, not to move from one technology to the other. Any technology mm. that can reduce carbon emissions uh, should be considered. But it seems as if certain people believe renewable energy is completely clean or 100% clean because they see a solar PV panel that doesn't emit smoke. But what they forget is that solar PV panel is manufactured in China. Most of them are, more than 80%. And that where they are manufactured, they are emitting uh, 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 pollutants such mm. as CO2 and in, in particular in, in the case of solar um, nitrogen trichloride is, uh, is a greenhouse gas similar to CO2 but of higher potency and for uh, uh, you know significant 17,000 years that it has its atmospheric life. Mm. Now these are not negligible issues simply because we don't see pollution in South Africa uh, we are not contributing to global warming. The, the fact of the matter is, it's not South Africa warming, it's global warming. And mm. wherever those panels are made, those greenhouse gas emissions also need to take, be taken into account. Now, they are much lower uh, per kilowatt hour, hour than in the case of coal and gas. But to 
to create the impression that it has no emissions is, is an absolute lie. All right. Mm-hmm. And we're not we, we're saying let's just be honest about this and and focus on moving with any technology that can reduce present levels of emissions to lower levels. That mm. oh, the line is just you know? your line is just breaking up on us. There. Let's see if we can just hold out for a little Sorry. bit longer because I wanted to get your your take as well um, on what uh, government is saying in terms of uh, the funding, or at least what the commission is saying about funding. Uh, of the Just Energy Transition, saying that this 8.5 billion um, um, grants that have been allocated to South Africa is simply not enough. 8.5 billion dollars. Yeah. Well, uh, c- certainly it, it, it's, it's just the start of uh, uh, a large sum of money that could, uh, uh, by certain estimates, be in, in the region of 1.2 trillion rands yeah. uh, for for this transition. Uh, but but instead of simply just looking at the 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 the, the number, let's consider what the conditions are attached to those numbers. The 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 the, the money coming from abroad is not grant money. It's not free money. Yeah, that comes with a cost of finance and interest rate. Uh, although it might be lower than you know uh, standard commercial rates, mm. they incur a debt. On this generation and mm. future generations, mm. and so we need to be very careful that this kind of finance is used optimally, okay. and by that I mean that it deals with energy uh, security, uh, okay. environmental uh, sustainability, mm. and okay. it results in socioeconomic benefits. Craig, yeah. Mm. Craig Mokro, listen, this is a discussion that I think requires a whole lot more time than we have uh, this morning. But thank you very much for um, just uh, your input and uh, some of your, and a bit of perspective from your side. I appreciate it. Thank you, Tabiso. Thank you. That's Craig Mokro. He's the energy analyst and chairperson of the South African Oil and Gas Alliance. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.